hallelujah today. Hallelujah to the Lord. Hallelujah for the Lord God Almighty reigns. We bless your name, Lord. Hallelujah to your most holy name. Glorious God of Israel, we praise you, we adore you. We give you glory, honor, and adoration today. Be thou exalted in the name of Jesus Christ, our Father and our God, our King and our Maker, Lord, we worship you. We give glory to you, we give adoration to you. Be thou exalted forever in the name of Jesus. You are awesome in this place today. You are glorious in this place today. You are merciful in this place today. Lord, we adore you. Lord, we bless your name. We give glory. We give honor. We give adoration. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Ghost. We praise you. We give you the, word, the praise that is that you are worthy to give. You are worthy to receive from us. Lord, be, be thou glorified and be thou exalted, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Our Father and our God, we worship you. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Ghost, do it again, do it again in our lives. Open our eyes to see Jesus seated upon the throne, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, do it again, do it again in our lives. Open eyes to see Jesus seated upon the throne. Holy Ghost, do it again, do it again in our lives. Open eyes. To see Jesus seated upon the throne. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. Worthy to be praised. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. Worthy to be praised. You are worthy. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. Daddy, you are worthy, Lord. Worthy to be praised, you are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. Worthy to be praised, you are.
righteous Lord. You are righteous Lord. You are righteous Lord. Righteous is your name. You are righteous Lord. You are righteous Lord. You are righteous Lord. Righteous is your name. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. Worthy to be praised. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. Worthy to be praised. You are holy, Lord. You are holy, Lord. Daddy, you are holy, Lord. Holy is your name. You are holy, Lord. You are holy, Lord. Daddy, you are holy, Lord. Holy is your name. You are holy. You are holy, Lord. You are holy, Lord. Daddy, you are holy, Lord. Holy is your name. You are holy, Lord. You are holy, Lord. You are holy, Lord. Holy is your name. You are holy. You are holy, Lord. You are holy, Lord. Daddy, you are holy, Lord. Holy is your name. You are holy, Lord. You are holy, Lord. You are holy, Lord. Holy is your name. You are holy. You are holy, Lord. You are holy, Lord. You are holy, Lord. Holy is your name. You are holy, Lord. You are holy, Lord. Daddy, you are holy, Lord. Holy is your name. You are worthy. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. Daddy, you are worthy, Lord. Worthy is your name. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. Worthy is your name. Hallelujah, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, we worship. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Father. Lord, we exalt your most holy name. We bless you. We praise you. You are awesome in our lives. You are awesome in this place. Daddy, we welcome you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you, Lord. Thank you for your goodness and mercy, so Lord. Thank you for your goodness and mercies, O Lord. 
Thank you for your goodness and mercies, O Lord. Thank you for your goodness and mercies, O Lord. Thank you for your wonders. Thank you for your wonders. Thank you for your wonders. Oh, Lord God Almighty, we worship you. We bless you, we bless you, we give you glory. Be exalted forever in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Awesome Jehovah, thank you. Awesome Jehovah, thank you. Righteous God, thank you. We worship you, we bless you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus Christ's mighty name, we worship. Amen. Brethren, you are welcome today to this Bible study this evening in the name of the, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We thank God for your life. We bless the Lord for your life, for what the Lord has done in your life and make it possible for you to join us today. We bless the name of the Lord. We, you are welcome to Be Fruitful Family Foundation. Uh, the, with the banner of Family Faith Clinic with Paul and Grace. This is where the Lord is blessing us. This is where we are enjoying the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. This is where the Lord has been faithful with us all the ways and all the time. We bless his most holy name for this. For it is good to worship him for all his goodness and for all his kindness over our lives. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We are here again this Bible, this Bible study. And we know that you are here with us with your Bible. Our Bible is here with us. And we know that you have your Bible with you to study the word of God together. We are still going through, reading through or studying through the book of uh, Romans chapter 8. To the glory of the Lord. Amen. Romans chapter 8. We are studying through the scripture in Romans chapter 8. Let's open our Bibles to, as we continue, of course, let us pray first. Our Father and our God, we worship in the name of Jesus Christ. For counting us worthy to be here this evening and to be blessed in your word again. Holy Ghost, we are here in the name of Jesus. We ask you that, Lord, you will take preeminent today in the name of Jesus. You will take glory today in the name of Jesus. You will take honor today in the name of Jesus. You will do wonders among us and in us and through us today in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for you are here in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We know you will bless us today, and we shall be blessed indeed. In Jesus Christ's mighty name. Holy Spirit, teach us your word. Open our heart to receive the beauty of your word. The awesome grace in your word. In the name of Jesus. Help us, O Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Let's open our scripture, our Bible, so the Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. 
we have been reading the book of Romans and studying through. Where, where last week we stopped at verse 6. We dwell on verse 6 and 7. We want to progress from there also. The same chapter. Let's me, let me read from verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation we, to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not in the flesh, after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus had made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For they that after the spirit do mind the things of the spirit, or for, they that, for they that after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is enmity against God. Sorry. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually, mind, spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Verse 9. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus Christ from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal body. By his spirit, your mother body is by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. Let's stop there. Praise the Lord. Actually, we want to start our study today from verse 8. But we, want to, we want to go back a little uh, to check what we uh, learned last week. Uh, in, we dwelt... Uh, in, in verse 5, on verse 5, 6, and then, I think 5 and 6. So, uh, of course, we were, we were about to talk about verse 7 when we ended. Of course, we touched it a little. But now let's do a kind of revision on what we did last week. I remembered that the Lord taught us on certain point, on these points. Uh, that, number one, the Lord taught us that uh, to walk in the Spirit is a law that God has already made possible through Christ. Walking in the Spirit was made possible through Christ by God. And every provision that God made through Christ, can only be fulfilled, can only be achieved by the same Spirit. Because it was, 
right from the beginning, it was the spirit that departed from us. It was the breath of the Lord that sin destroyed in us. And that breath of the Lord, God Almighty, is, is spirit in man. The bread that he put in man. Exactly, and that is exactly his image that is in man. So the God is spirit, and he made us spiritual. He made us spirit also. And like we learned last week, that living uh, in the flesh uh, can only be terminated. The life in the flesh can only be terminated by uh, the Spirit of God in us through salvation. When we had genuine salvation, when we are genuinely saved and converted from sinful life or sinful nature that we were born with, Samuel said, in sin did my mother conceive me. In sin did my mother bear me. We were all born in sin, in the fleshly nature, where we fulfill the desires of flesh, where we live to serve the, the, the flesh and to obey all his desire thereof. That is the essence of being, a, that is what it meant to be a sinner, of course living in sin, sinful nature rather, living in the, in, with the dictates of whatever uh, the, flesh, the flesh dictates. I mean, living under the dictate of the flesh rather. Now, but as we are born again and we experience Jesus, we experience salvation in our hearts and our soul is touched with the word of the Lord as we said last week, we are born by the word of God. We explained last week, the other, the other time, that the word of the, that Jesus Christ was the word of the Lord that became flesh. And this was the same word. And if, if, if Christ is, is the word of God, he is God himself. Because our word is our person. Our word is our bond. Is what binds us, is what loses us. So everything that God spoke to create the whole world is He made it and He spoke it by the same word, I mean power of His word. And that is the word of God uh, that came to become flesh, and that is Christ Jesus, as we read it in the book of John, chapter one. Now, today we now ask we are, we are, as we checked last week, uh, we want to uh, emphasizes that salvation, having encounter a sinner having encounter with Jesus, with, the, with with God through salvation, through hearing of the word, because we are made by the word, we are created by the word of the Lord, and it was this same word of the Lord that we became an enemy of, or that we turn our back against, and uh, we neglected that same word that we are made with, 
because the word went to us at the beginning that we must not eat the apple that is designed by God for man not to take except probably by God himself if he will at all give it to them. But because they obey the word of the mouth of the Lord to be saved again and, and they became a sinner and to be saved again from sin then it is the same word also that we must hear and we must receive and we must obey that will save us. Can I repeat that one? If we are made by the word of the Lord and it is the word of the Lord that made us and the same word was what the Lord made, uh, made the whole world, including human. And God wants us to obey that word that really made us. So he spoke a word and gave a commandment that we should not eat of the apple in the garden. So we went against the word of God that really made us, with which God made us. And God wants us to be sustained by the same word with which we were made. So that was why he gave us the first commandment of his word. And it was this same word we attacked. I don't want to even say it is the devil anymore. Because uh, the serpent has done his job and has taken his own judgment. And forever will he be there. But we thank God because God in his mercy has provided a solution for us that we might come back unto him. Though we were lost and we went away doing our own thing. So we disobey his word. And if we are going to be liberated back, it is the obedience unto the same word of God that we will be uh, returned unto the Lord, and we will be saved again. The Bible says, For faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of the Lord. Faith in Christ we come by hearing the word of the Lord. Faith in Christ will not only come by hearing, it will come by receiving the word of the Lord. So if we are lost, Disobeying by disobeying the word of the Lord, we will be saved by the same word of God. There is no any alternative anywhere for any believer, for anybody, or even on that here, anybody on that here. There is no any alternative. There is no any uh, no any, any no any other option for us to be saved. We must be saved by the word of the Lord. When we read, we said it last week that. Our salvation and our encounter with God is the encounter with the Holy Spirit. Because it is the Holy Spirit of God that we, uh, that we received at the first beginning of life. And, the, and that Spirit made us to become a living soul. And then now, we have become a living dead to that Spirit. We, are, we were lost because the word of the Lord God that made us with which the Lord made us was what we contradicted and what we went against. And it is the same word of the Lord that must save us again. And that was why we said last week that Christ 
who is the word of the law with which we are made, was the one who came to become us and collected our body of sin. Oh my God. And collected our body of sin and make our body of sin his own. He is the word of God. We were we disobeyed God from the word from the, the word of God from the beginning. To be saved, we need this word of God again to come into operation in our life. Like we said, the Bible said, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. See, Christ being made, being the word of the Lord, was the one who came as person and died and collected our body and died with that body. We said it in the previous lesson about teaching. We said that, that, that Christ, who collected the body of sin, the nature of sin, he came to, so that the Lord God himself, who wants a body to be presented unto him, who wants a, the nature of human being to be, to, to, be, to, 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 to be given unto him back in order to discipline and to even destroy that flesh in man. That man sin with. You understand what I mean? I mean this. What I mean is this. That Jesus Christ collected the body of sin of man. Yet, he was not a sinner. But he collected the body of your sin and my sin. My body of sin and the body of your, the body of, I mean, your body of sin. Jesus collected it. And the body of the sin, and the body of sin of the whole world. And collected thereby, because in Adam we all died. In Adam we all died. The Bible said it that in Adam all men died. But in Christ we all live. In Christ we live. So now, if sin comes through one person, Adam, then life also comes through Jesus Christ, the Lord. So he is the one who has brought us life by his own body. We said it previously in the first lesson one, that uh, uh, the part one of this message, that when Christ presented his body unto the Father, the Bible said, a body as thou prepare me. And that was how Jesus fulfilled that scripture that was written, that was spoken by the prophets. A body must be prepared God. God must possess or have a body that he will now use to terminate the works of sin in human nature. And that was why Christ in the book of John chapter 1 said, the Bible said in the book of John chapter 1, we read it at the first teaching. Maybe, maybe you can go back there because that is not what we are, we are, about, we are doing today. He said, Jesus Christ became us. He became the word of the Lord. I mean, he is the word of the Lord that became, uh, uh, that come as uh, a, 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 a man nature, took up the nature of sin that we had eh, and became, a, he became sin for sinners like us, for the lost like us. He who knew no sin, that he collected sin on our behalf. That is what the, what the Bible said. So, now, Jesus Christ, having completed that work, 
He gave, he, before he went out, he promised us the Holy Ghost when he spoke to the disciples. In the book of John, chapter uh, 14, hallelujah, and 15 and 16 thereby. You will see all the, well, you can check it there. Now, Jesus Christ, who now promised us to come again to us by his spirit. When he promised the disciple, he said, well, you can go, you can check it also. We all said it, we said all this in our past lesson. We are only reminding us of what we did so that we will enter into what we are in for today. Now, Jesus Christ made uh, it possible for us to live life of victory in the Spirit of God by presenting him, uh, himself in the Holy Ghost again, in the Holy Spirit again, whom, when he ascended unto the Father, he prayed the Father, after he had sat down victoriously at the right hand of God Almighty, he, according to what he promised the disciple that he will pray the Father that he will send us another comforter. When he ascended to heaven, even after he had descended unto hell to collect the, the kill of hell and death, ascended into heaven and speak to the Father, and he prayed to the Father that he will send us the Holy Ghost. So, the Holy Ghost is Jesus Christ. He said, he called him the spirit of truth. He said, my, he called him my own, my, my spirit. Uh, and the spirit of my, the spirit of the Father. Which means that it is this trinity, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit that is still dwelling on that here in the person of the Holy Ghost. Who is now indwelling us if we truly believe and have Christ as our Lord and Savior. And that is what we said, that when we are born again, except we are born again, except we are converted, except we encounter the Lord, our Christian love had never begun. It is when we encounter the Lord Jesus Christ in salvation, the word of the Lord touch us, as we said last week. Please go and listen to the last week's message. It's very beautiful. Uh, listen to it to the end. You will understand. To the end, you will understand. Now, now we, are, we said that the Holy Spirit himself is the one that is now ruling in us and ruling on us exactly as Christ lived among the disciples. Only that it is not physical. It's not a, it's not physic, a physical being. It's spirit. And he indwells us and he had every, every emotion, everything that Christ has, mm -hmm. everything about Christ. He possesses, and it is even Christ himself that came to us in his spirit. And that is how any, any life of any believer or, or Christian starts only by encountering Jesus Christ, by encountering the Holy Ghost, and by coming uh, or returning unto God by the bidding and calling of the Holy Ghost through the word of God that we so heard like the one we are hearing now, which will touch your life and will touch your being and it will make you another person in Christ Jesus. We said that to live victoriously, to live without struggling as believer, then we must have the foundation, our foundation through in the Holy Spirit through salvation. What I, let me repeat that one. We must have our foundation 
being born, being, being, being embedded eh, in, in, in the Holy Ghost or through the Holy Ghost. Because when we are saved, it is when we are saved by the Spirit of the Lord God, through the Word of God that we are hearing or we had, because there is power in the word of the Lord that we hear that works salvation. That is what Paul called the power of God unto salvation. When the word of God reaches our souls and touch our, our souls and our, and our hearts, the word of God is the spirit of God himself. And the spirit of God is the word itself. Himself. So when we are reached by the word of the Lord, the spirit of the word that is the spirit of God in the world is what reaches our souls, touches our, 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 our darkness, our darkened soul, and brings light into our souls to give us the understanding that we are condemned sinners. We are, lo we are lost sinners. Until we encounter that and we have that kind of foundation, having victory in the flesh, Having victory in the, in the flesh or in human nature will be impossible. Absolutely. The reason why there are a lot of struggling in, 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 in many Christians today is that uh, our foundation or the, our, the way we started or beginning our Christian life is not complete. It's not thorough enough. In fact, if it is not thorough, then it is nothing. It, there's no, it means that it's nothing there. Because there cannot be alpha sadly, alpha sadness in salvation experiences. It must be absolute. And because the Holy Ghost is absolute and the Spirit of God is absolute, it means that if we are not really genuinely born again or converted, it is we that we have the problem of not adhering or not following the word that we are hearing or not giving our heart or our, our life or our, 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 our attention uh, to the word of the Lord that we are hearing. Because we, are, we still have many believers in the church hearing the word of the Lord, but they are not being converted. Why? We don't know the, 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 the reason why they, uh, they, 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 they don't respond to this word that they are hearing. Uh, and, and the experiences that we are having in the, in, the, in the church of God today is just generally like that, that people are coming to the world, to the, to, to, they are sitting at the pot of soup and they are still hungry. People are still, they, they are, they are, they are, or either that the word that is being prepared where they are hearing that word is not the word that can touch souls. So it may be, the problem might be the, uh, the problem of the speaker, and the problem of the hearer. But we thank God that we have the Bible, and the word of the Lord is true. Let all, let all men be unrighteous. God, you remain righteous. Let all men be untrue. God, remain true. Let all men be uh, uh, adamant to the word of the Lord. The Lord will still stand by his word. So it is the word of the Lord with the word of the Lord that we are saved. And that we must be saved if you have not been saved. And this word of God that is reaching us this morning can even do the whole thing. And it can, it can get your whole, the, the whole job done. If you can allow him and allow God and open our hearts unto the word of God we are hearing today. 
So the foundation for a victorious Christian life is salvation. Genuine salvation. And genuine salvation will come from genuine repentance. And genuine repentance will come by the word of the Lord. The Bible said that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. So when you hear the Lord, word of the Lord and the word of the Lord reaches us, our souls and our spirit, then the word, we are convinced by the same spirit of God in the word or through the word, and that is where salvation begins, where repentance is in place. So now, the, 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 major, uh, the major thing that we are talking about here is that a Christian life is a life of victory through the spirit of God. If I mean, if peradventure that believer or that Christian has a good foundation of genuine salvation through the Spirit of God and through the Word of the Lord. I think you get this point. The Lord bless you. Let's now go to, the, to this teaching. Let's go to the, the book of uh, Romans chapter 8, verses 6, 7, 8. Uh, by the grace of God, we are going to Touch 12, if the time permits us. So, but let's begin from verse 6. Of course, let's start from verse 5, because that is what we checked last week, so it will connect us to the one we are having today. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit... Sorry. For they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Hallelujah. What is it? Or what does it mean? To be I mean, fleshly minded. Or to be spiritually minded is what we are going to take today and then we want to see how we can really have victory between these two, uh, what do I call it now, two lifestyles, the lifestyle of walking or being after the flesh and the lifestyle of being after the spirit or minding the things after the spirit or minding the things things after the flesh so these are two lifestyles that we find ourselves even as christians that really add good foundation of salvation we are speaking to those people that really have tasted christ that have tasted his love that have tasted is salvation through the word of the Lord. It is them that this word of God is being directed to because the book of Romans that you are studying is a, is, is a book written to purely to Christians, purely to believers. Hallelujah. Who have encountered the Lord. The Bible said, For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit the things of the spirit. Which means that if this word of the Lord is being directed to, to believers, to Christians, it means that it is possible. Of course, we know it, of course, yes, but we have to emphasize it that it is possible 
for a Christian that is born again to live in conflict between these two, two lifestyles. Yes, to live, verse 6, to be carnally minded, which is death, and to be spiritually minded, which is life and peace. It is possible for a believer to live within these, uh, these conflicts. And it is very, very much possible because though we are spiritually, we are spirit born, and we are spiritually born as you will have it, yet uh, we are still in this flesh, in this tabernacle, in this body. We are still, we are still operating. And that's why the Bible said we have this athlete, we have this, uh, uh, this, uh, uh, treasure in earthen vessel. We have this treasure. The treasure of the Holy Ghost is in earthen vessel. Earthen, earthen, heartly vessel. The treasure of the Holy Ghost is still within earthly vessel of the body of the flesh. So, the spirit is operating in the life of believer, and yet the flesh himself is operating. But now, our soul is the is the what is the battlefield, the battleground, where these spirits and the flesh wars. There is a great war between the flesh and the spirit, and our soul, the soul, and our soul is we. Our soul is is our person. Your person and my person is not this physical physical body. Your person and my person is inside, and that is the soul. That is what the Lord touched when we were saved, probably. That is what the Lord spoke to, that collected the message and responded to the message and took in Christ. And that is where Christ came through. I mean, the soul, the soul window or the soul door. No wonder he said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anybody here, my, if anyone hear my voice and open the door, I will come in unto him. That is talking of the soul of man. That Jesus Christ is ever knocking at to respond unto him and to come unto him. Now, it is when we now respond unto Jesus Christ through hearing of the word, that our soul now have a kind of uh, a, a kind of visitor, new visitor, in the person of Holy Ghost of Christ, the Holy Ghost of God, and when the Holy Ghost enters in, then He is there permanently to save. I mean, to live with us, to comfort us, to lead us, to guide us, to control us, to rule over us. If you want to accept it, and it's good to and it's and it's worthy of acceptation, worthy of acceptance rather, that the Holy Spirit coming on the inside of believer is a new visitor that we welcome when we were converted, when we gave our life to Jesus Christ, when we responded to the word of the Lord that the Spirit Himself uh, brought unto us through the preacher or the speaker of the word. Because it was not even the word from the mouth of the speaker, but the word, the work of the Holy Ghost, walking through the word, 
that, the, that we are hearing that really reached reach, um, us. And it is that which made us saved. It is that which that we are converted with. Because we are made by the same word of God, so we were born again by the same word. And the spirit that is in the word is what really gave birth to us into Christian life. And that life of the spirit began there and is a life of absolute victory. But yet, there is this spirit, I mean, there is this flesh also. Both of them, each one of them, they are full and complete in their own, each of them. One is what we established in from the beginning of the world. And that is the nature of, that we call nature of sin. We dwell in that nature. And that nature is who we are. The nature of sin. So, but now, a new nature, which is the nature of the Holy Ghost in us, came through salvation. And it also is, uh, is, 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 is full on his own. And is sufficient on his own. Meaning that each of them, they are separate uh, viable, strong entity and strong being. How do I, do I call it being? Or strong force. Or forces, rather. Strong forces that we are, uh, we, uh, we, that, that, take, that had our souls as battleground. And that's why the Bible said here, to be carnally minded, we resort to what? Death, in verse 6. But to be spiritually minded, we resort to what? Life and peace. Because, verse 7, because the carnal mind is enmity against God. Enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. Now, can you see the contrast? Now, the life of a believer in the flesh, the Christian life of spirit in the flesh, it's what the Holy Spirit is explaining to us through the scripture. Now, that mind is, our, is the soul of man. The mind with which we mind the things of the spirit or the things of the flesh is your soul. So that soul is the battleground now that the spirit of God and the, spirit and the, and, 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 and the flesh is fighting in, I mean, is fighting with or fighting upon. We, and this one make us to have a kind of conflict, confusions. Or, do I say confusions? Uh, oh, well, uh, let's, use that. let's just use any word that we can uh, quantify what we are saying. Now, what we begin to feel, you see, there is, we said it last week, that when you are circumcised or something is, some, some, a, a sharp thing is applied on your body, you will feel it. You will know that something is touching you. Something is coming out of you. So, so it is also when, when we are born again, we are born again by the Spirit of the Lord, then this counter of the Holy Ghost begin to, he came to counter the work of the flesh in us. And if we were genuinely born again, truly, at that time, what we did was that we surrendered unto the Spirit. See in that flesh, where we are living in, where we are known, where, where we are known that we are born into, then we surrendered our personal self, this flesh, unto the, unto the Spirit of God. 
Then that was, that was what gave the Spirit of God the privilege to come and live on the inside of us. And when he came, he came to rule. He came to destroy the flesh that we are, that, that we are, that we are born into. He came to destroy the human nature. But yielding to either of them will mean victory or defeat for us. And that's the reason why when we are now talking about the flesh, let's go to the book of 1 John chapter 3, verse 9. For believer who is born again, who is saved, a new law had started in his or our life. And that law is the law of the Spirit of God. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible says, call, the Bible call it law of, I mean, the law of spirit, the law of spirit uh, of life in Christ Jesus. That is the law that took, that, 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 that came into being in believer. That is what we read in that uh, Romans chapter 8 verse 2. We studied it last, I mean, two weeks. You can listen to our message. You will find it there. Um, study through the books of Romans, the book of Romans, chapter 8. Now, it said, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. So, a new law started from the time when we said we were born again, if probably we are, indeed. A new law began. A new law is set up. Uh, and that is what is called the law of, of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. The spirit of, of life in Christ Jesus Termin came to terminate, terminate what? The law of sin and death in us. That's what the Bible said here. He made us to be free and free indeed from the law of sin and death. Yet, we were still living in the flesh, in the human nature after we were saved. So, which means that our soul, our mind, that receive uh, salvation or that responded to the word of the Lord, the Lord that we heard, so uh, became the battleground. I have said it. I don't want to repeat it again. That when we are, when we take a decision to 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 to, to follow the Lord and to obey the Holy to obey the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit now came in. What do you think He came in to do? He came in to take over completely. He came in to switch on, to switch off uh, the work of the flesh or the human nature that we, were that we were in or living in before. But this switching off depends on our, yielding, our yieldedness. Hallelujah. It depends on our, yielded, our yieldedness. And that is what we read in the book of uh, Romans chapter 6. Hallelujah. Uh, I mean, sorry. Yeah, is it Romans chapter 6? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, yes, verse 16, yes. And he said, Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey? Ye servants, ye, uh, okay, let me read from verse 15. Uh, what then shall we sin because we are not under the law but under grace? God forbid. Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves to obey? Ye servants ye are to whom ye obey whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. So which means that it is we that we either, either yield to whoever, that is, whether sin or which is lead to death or 
we yield to obedience unto the word of the Lord, which lead unto righteousness. Hallelujah. So now, now we are now saying that it is if if the battleground for this spirit and the flesh is uh, our soul, our mind, then and we are the one that has this mind and this soul. It shows that we are we are the center of this. Uh, we cannot be passive in this matter at all. We cannot say we don't know. When, for instance, when the enemy came, comes in uh, to tempt us, if we are real believer, we will know the difference between the time we have peace with God and we are walking smoothly with, in the Holy Ghost. I mean, between the that time and the time that the, that the temptation comes or the trials come. Hallelujah. But when they come, because we are born again, it becomes easier for us because of the foundation that is genuine, the foundation of salvation, genuine salvation that is genuine, that we had. It becomes easier for us to respond to the, to, to the spirits instead of the flesh. Even if the battle between the flesh and the spirit is so fierce, and we are the battleground, our soul and our mind is the battleground, and that soul is you and me, that mind is you and me, then, meaning that it is my response to what the spirit is saying or what the flesh is saying. It is my, it is my, it must, it is my responsibility to yield to either of them. So which means that we have a work to do, serious work. And that is what brings this lesson, that the life of Christian is a life in the spirit it's a life of victory in the spirit of God. Life of victory in the spirit of God. The life of Christian, of course, let me read the book of that book of John, first John chapter 3, from verse 8 to 12. Let's study something there. Don't forget that we are, we are studying the book of Romans chapter uh, 6 and 7. Hear that now. To be carnally minded is, spirit, is, is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. Now, let's check. How can we now manage? How can we have victory? You know, we said that the life, I mean, the, the book of Romans is, uh, is, is, is in three segments. The life, I mean, Christian life in the Holy Ghost. The, the, the victorious Christian life in the Holy Ghost. Or life of Christian in the Holy Ghost. Victorious life of Christian in the Holy Ghost. And the second segment is uh, our, our, our future glory. And then uh, the third segment is victory through Jesus Christ. Uh, before, I, mean, I mean, war that we have to fight before we enter into that glory. So now, we are not checking. We are only here to study about how we can have victory as believer that is still living in the flesh. The flesh still dictates to. And what the flesh dictates to and the spirit dictates to is your mind, is your soul. And he said to be carnally minded is enmity against God, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Let's read the book of John, 1 John chapter 3, verse 8. Let's start from verse 8. John 3, verse 8. He that committed sin is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, 
that he might destroy the works of the flesh. I like that. The, God, this, we, the, the Lord God knows that sin is always there, living within our flesh. I'm not talking about living within us now anymore. Because we believe that as believers, we are out of the flesh, into the spirit of God. But now, the life in the spirit is now being the target of the devil, or, or let me say, of the flesh, of the human nature, to weaken and to even destroy and be returned back onto the square one. And may that, may that, not, may that, may that not be possible in, uh, for the enemy in our lives. The Bible says, so God knows it that, but the Bible said here, he that committed sins of the devil. Can you see a semicolon there? That's case, semicolon is talking about the father. That word that, that ended with that semicolon is a word on its own. To ponder upon, he that committed sin is of the devil. He's talking about Christian. No? He, a Christian that commits sin, is of the devil. Because this scripture that we are reading is written for the believer. To Christians, to saints. Huh? Now, he said, but any, let's not say any believer, any Christian that commits sin is of the devil. So, meaning that if a Christian yields unto the flesh or unto sin in the flesh, then he will become of the devil. He will turn back unto serving his enemy, the devil. But the Bible says, for the devil sinned from the beginning. Now, how does the devil come in now? The devil comes in because he's the owner of sin. So, and, that's the, and, any, and any sin that a believer commits is committing the sin of the devil. Meaning that he has become of the devil. So, now, and that is the reason why we, that we are living in the spirit of God, we are still uh, uh, in the tabernacle of flesh, and the flesh is still coming with it, all its trials and so on and so forth. Then, how do we have victory? That is where we are going. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the work of the devil. Where will he destroy that work of the devil? If we are in a kind of uh, uh, class now, I will have asked question. Or if anybody is hearing me. Now, with this scripture, how do you think we can destroy the work of this flesh? Or the, fle the work of the flesh can be destroyed? And if, where? Where is that work of the flesh located? Where, does, where is it located? That must be destroyed. That the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy. Let me explain to you. That work of the flesh, the, that the enemy would, that, that, uh, the, the work of the devil that the enemy must, uh, the, the, that Jesus Christ was manifested to destroy, is operating within our body, within our flesh, within our being, natural being. But the manifestation of the Son of God in us, how does Jesus Christ manifest it? Of course, when he was born, he was born through Mary. Mary was. I mean, uh, Mary impregnated Jesus. Mary carried Jesus in the womb for nine months. Now, Mary, I mean, Jesus Christ became part of Mary's body. Hallelujah. And that was where Jesus Christ collected the human nature. So, he came as, as male. And he collected that same nature from Mary. Hallelujah. Because Mary is a man, whether female man or male man, man is man. So as Mary collected that 
I mean, Jesus Christ, I mean, I mean, Mary carried Jesus Christ in her body, so also Christ manifested inside of him, of her. Because the word of God that was spoken unto Mary reached unto Mary's mind and spirit and soul. And Mary agreed. He said, be it unto me according to the word of, the, of, 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 of your servant. I mean, sorry. Be it unto me according to your word. So he received the word of the Lord. She received the word of the Lord. And she accepted to, be, to carry the womb of uh, a child without being a wife or of somebody already. So now, after surrendering, that is how we to surrender to the Holy Ghost, to come and dwell inside of us, and the Holy Spirit will become our path. And that is how Jesus Christ will manifest in us. Exactly. Jesus Christ will come into us. And when he comes, he comes in to destroy the works of the devil, which is sin. The Bible said right from the beginning, Satan sinned, the devil sinned. But for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy what? The works of the flesh. That he might destroy the work of the flesh. I pray the word of the, 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 the works of the flesh will, will, will be destroyed in your life. And in my life in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. For this purpose, the Son of Man, the Son of God is manifested that he might what? He might destroy the works of the flesh. Let's find it in the book of uh, Luke chapter uh, 10, verse 18. Luke 10, 18. Let us, let us go to the book of Luke chapter 10, verse 18 to confirm that. Hallelujah. Luke 10, 18. I think we are reading the word of the Lord together. You are opening the scripture with us. It will have been so beautiful if you are doing that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, uh, of course, um, yes, let's read that first. And he said unto them, I be Satan as lightning, fall from heaven. Hallelujah. I be Satan as lightning, fall from heaven. Meaning that as, at Jesus' manifestation in this world, that is what will always be. To you, the believer, who receive Jesus Christ in your life, Satan will fall and fall and fall and fall as long as Jesus Christ is daily manifested in your life. is constantly manifested in your life. Satan will continue to fall and fall and fall under your feet. That is the life of victory that we are called into, we are called to, we are called to live in. Through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. And like, again, let's read it. Let's read again in the book of uh, John chapter uh, 16, verse 11. John 16, 11. I open to John 16, 11. Jesus Christ said here, Of judgment, because the prince of this world is judged. The prince of this world will be judged in your, in your flesh and in your body and in your life at salvation. And as you have him, the, uh, as you give him the control of your life, this is what, be, what, what will be done. Instead of you being judged, 
God will judge the prince of this world in your life. Because you are yielding unto him. Let's read on. Let's go back to the book of 1 John chapter 3 from verse 8 that we are reading. So, the work of the, of the devil will be destroyed at the manifestation of, the, of Jesus Christ in you. The Bible said, well, I mean, verse 9, Whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin, for, for his seed remaineth in them, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. We have said it from the beginning that the genuine, I mean, genuine salvation and being born of God uh, is the only uh, uh, foundation for victory for every believer. Somebody that is born of God sinneth not. And when sin is not possible, these graces, the power, the authority of God is still working in your flesh and in your, li in your, in your life, in your, in your human nature. God is ruling as God upon you. Where will the devil be found? Where will Satan be found? And where will sin be found? Because before the work, before, before, you, before a person is said to be born of God, it means that God might have destroyed the work of the devil in that, in, in that life, in his body. So when your body received Jesus Christ, your life received Jesus Christ, your human nature received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, this is the possibility of victory. It will begin from there. God will take control because at that time you are really born of God. And that is where your victories begin. So that is the reason why if sin comes, let me read on. Ah, sorry, I will take that now. If, uh, uh, let me read on as, as before I say that. Verse 10. Don't forget that he said because he is born of God. He cannot do what? He cannot commit sin because the seed of God remaineth in them. What is that seed? That is the spirit of God. The spirit of life in Christ Jesus huh? remaineth in him. And wherever the spirit of life in Christ Jesus is reigning, is in operation, is given chance, where Jesus Christ is given chance, and where you are yielding to Jesus Christ, to the Holy Spirit that is living on the side of you, then the love of victory continues. And the victory over sin is the major victory that a believer or everybody in the world must experience. It, the only victory to have in life, first of all things, is victory over the devil and over sin. And over sin in the flesh. And this is what Jesus Christ has come to do. If we can give him full oppression in our life by his spirit that is living on this side on this side of us, Jesus Christ will now take all authority, have all authority, as we are yielding unto him, as we yield unto him daily, he will have all authority and all power to rule us, and then the devil and sin and his sin will not be possible. So which means that it is we that we either yield ourselves unto the devil or unto the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. In verse 10, of 1 John 3. He said, In this the children of God are manifested, and the children of the devil. Whosoever doth not righteous is not of God, neither he that loveth not his brother. Hallelujah. Now, when somebody is living through the manifestation of God in his son, Jesus Christ, in his life, something, something will be possible. And something will be impossible, as we said. Sin will be impossible. 
and what will be possible is victory because he now have the seed of God in him that remained in him. That is the seed of salvation and the seed of righteousness of God. And the righteousness of God knoweth no sin. The righteousness of God knows no sin. Sin is not possible where the righteousness of God is because that righteousness is the, is the spirit of righteousness of God that is operating inside of believer, of him. And that is the major victory that a believer can have in life. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He said, in this, the children of God are manifest, are manifest. How do we manifest as children of God? We manifest as children of God when trials come and temptations come and we disagree. But we listen to the Holy Spirit and we obey the Holy Spirit against the work of the flesh. Hallelujah. Against the dictate of the devil. There will always be war in the, in the, in the mind and the, and the soul of believer. The spirit is warring and the, and the flesh is warring. And this kind of war is good. But there is this person in you that is that the, the, the thing that Jesus, that, that the Bible calls your eye, your eye, your eye, which must yield your own person. What is that eye? As the Bible, as the Bible said in the book of uh, Galatians chapter 4, verse 24. Let's read Galatians 4, 24. What does the Bible say there? Galatians 4, verse 24. The Bible said here, says here, which things are, uh, no, no, sorry, 524, right, yes, 24. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with their fle affections and lust, or with the desires and lust. Amen. They that are of Christ have crucified or the affections or the passions, passions. They have crucified their passion. And passion is human, uh, human nature's responses to things that you have to choose between. So now, there is this passion that will reach you and will make you or make you be, that will make you to be tempted to go that, that, that way. Huh? That wrong way. But yet, there is this spirit of God that will be working in you, checking you, and disagreeing with, what the, with your decision. Because your eye must surrender, your personality must surrender to the Spirit of God before absolute victory can be gotten in your life. And it is you that either yield or not yield. There is an, there is an eye in you that must say yes to Jesus Christ and to the Holy Spirit. Anytime there is trial or temptation. The Bible said in the book of Galatians, chapter 5, that verse 16 and 18. Amen. He said, uh, let's go to Galatians chapter 5, that verse 16 and 18. Of course. Um, all right. All right. Let's go on. He said, this I say, walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the, for the flesh lusteth against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary one to the other, so that you will not do things that ye would. That means, so that you will not do things that is abnormal. Or, so that you will not do things that you don't want to do. 
as a believer, there is a check in you when the, whenever the Holy Spirit comes. So the battle is the battle is going on and is raging in your flesh. The flesh is carrying an ego, ego that you cannot uh, do without yielding to the Holy Spirit to overcome. Because that ego that is in you, what is ego? Ego is the feeling of an emptiness that you don't want, you want, you want to, and you want to, uh, you don't want anybody to tamper with. But there is, there is an emptiness in you that you want to feel. Because uh, choices now to do, to hinder, feel that emptiness that is in you by yielding to the, by yielding to the, uh, to the flesh or to the spirit will always be there. Because you are the one who is carrying that ego. That thing that, that, is, that we, we either say yes to God or no to God. So in between, there is an emptiness that if you try to fill that emptiness by yourself, you will just fall into sin. That ego of yours, we say yes to the other side. That is wrong. Eh? But there is the resources of the Holy Spirit in you that will still be checking you. Amen. So that we be checking you not to go that way. Not to yield that ego of yours, that choices of yours to the other side. So now the, the battle continues to continue. And let me say this categorically that a Christian life is not a person who does not experience bad desires. Bad desires will come. Bad desires will do what? Will come whether you like it or not. Hallelujah. Because we are still living in this tabernacle. And it is not a sin to have bad desire, but it's a sin to yield to the bad desire. But as a Christian, you are the person that is at war between the bad desire, between winning and not winning the bad desire. But if you want to win the bad desire that comes to you, the evil desires desire that come to you, then it will be by who? By the Holy Ghost that is, that is living in you. You can't do it alone. That is what it means to, to walk in the Spirit. Walk in the Spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. You shall not fulfill desires, the desires of the flesh. Walk in the Spirit. You shall not, you shall not fulfill the, word, the desire of the flesh. Hallelujah. Now, you see, to, to have conflict in the spirit or in the mind between, um, to choose between doing right or doing wrong it's not even all, all that bad. It's, it's not bad. At all, it's not bad. It's not bad. It is better than to have serenity, quietness, living in sin. Do you know what I mean by that? Now, you may live your life in battle between choosing right or wrong. For instance, the battle will be there. The battle is created because you have a checker. Who is the Holy Spirit that is checking you and saying no to evil choices or to negative choices that, choices that you are in between of. So, and that one is more beautiful. Because when you are unbeliever, you have not received Christ as your Lord and Savior, you yield easily to the devil. You are obeying the law of the flesh. 
Anytime the sin comes, you even didn't, did not know what is bad. You only commit sin freely. Eh? Because you are living in human nature at that time. Before you were born again. Before you received Christ as your Lord and Savior. But now that you are in Christ Jesus, the Bible said, they that are in Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh and the, affect, and the affliction and, and the affection thereof. You see, when you crucify the flesh at salvation, you have to be crucifying it continually until you will die, until you will leave this world. And to do that is to walk in the spirit. To be to victorious in that is to walk in the spirit. What is it to walk in the spirit? Is to be is to be controlled by the spirit, to be led by the spirit, and to give yourself over to the control of the spirit of God. Because when you yield yourself to the Holy Spirit, you are living a life of constant victory, permanent victory. The more you yield, the more the Holy, Holy Spirit build a kind of a kind of reinforcement against the flesh, against the evil desire in your life. Because the more you give the Holy Spirit the chance to rule, the more you too you become stronger and become giant in the spirit. No one becomes giant in the spirit. At, I mean, at once or in a single day, you constantly yield yourself. But Paul said, I die daily. You constantly die daily. Meaning that if Paul said he dies daily, it means that there are things that come to him to awaken him eh, unto the nature, unto the evil nature of sin that he is in because every human, we are still living in this tabernacle of sin. So every day, to be victorious, we have to be walking in the spirit to die daily to the flesh. To die daily to the choices that we are, that we, that, that, we, that, 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 we, that the end, that we are, we, we are being tempted to, 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 to respond to. So, that's why I said that it is not bad for Christian eh, to have bad desire, but to live and yield to that bad desire is what is, uh, what is problem. The Bible said, as we read it in the book of uh, 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 Romans chapter 6, that it said to verse 16, to him you yield yourself, servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether it's of sin, whether of sin unto death, or obedience unto righteousness. It is you, it is you that we have to yield or not yield. I think you get this point now. So if you have that, 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 that kind of conflict in you, that is checking you, that is, you're having that kind of conflict that, ah, I should not do this. I can't do this. We Jesus do it. It's because you have the Spirit of God in you. You are born of the Spirit of God. That's why the Bible said, they that are born of God commit no sin. They will not commit sin because the seed of God is seed remaining in them and they cannot sin because they are born of God. That is the life of victory. To live in Christ and to, have, and, to be, and to allow God in the Holy Ghost to lead us and to control us and to yield to the, to, to, to the Holy Ghost. How do we yield to the Holy Ghost? We have the Word of God. I have many experiences in that. Anytime the temptation comes to me, anytime the, uh, uh, the Holy Spirit will spring up a kind of word that I've ever had or that I've ever received in life because it is the word that you receive, that you open your heart to receive. 
when you receive that word of God that reaches you, you will not forget again because the Spirit of God stores it in his own mind that is in you. Are you getting my point now? So, now, when you study the word of God, that is the reason why you must make the word of God, the Bible, your friend. Because you have in the Spirit of the Lord. So, the Spirit of the Lord in you will be feeding with that word that you are hearing, that you are reading, that you are studying. And the more you study it, the Holy Spirit will use that storage or storehouse to dish out instrument of victory through the word of the Lord against the force of darkness, against the power of sin in your life. And that is what will fuel the Holy Spirit in you to say no to the devil. Because when the temptation comes and the trial comes, the Bible said, when the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. It is the standard of the word of God that you so stored in you as you receive it when you are saved and you responded to it, then you continue to respond to the word of the Lord. You open your heart to the word of the Lord. Whenever you are going to the church, you pray before you go. You say, Lord, as I'm going this to the church today, Lord, help me. Let your word reach me. Let your word reach me. The word that is tailor made for me, let it reach me. It is this same word that reaches you that makes you the giant on the inside. That formed the strength to resist the devil. That, that the Holy Spirit will use as fuel to check and to destroy every evil desire that may come unto you. You see, that's why I want to confirm it again. That when you have that conflict inside of you, thank God for your life. Don't mind, rest your, don't mind it. Just rest your heart and be happy and rejoice. Because it means that you have the Holy Spirit on this side of you that wants you to choose what is right against what is wrong. Only what you have to do is just to yield to that Spirit of God. To yield to, the, to whatever the response the Holy Spirit is throwing your way at the time. Because there are a lot of times that, that the, the enemy comes to us to make us to choose between the right and wrong. And whenever we choose that which is right, the Holy Spirit receives plus. And the heaven receives plus. And the glory of the Lord is built in us. So the size of every Christian, whether, whether they will be giant in the spirit or whether a Christian will be a, uh, what do I call it now, a pygmy in the spirit, depends on how that Christian or believer yields to the Holy Spirit or not yield to the Holy Spirit. So the more you yield to the Holy Spirit, the more victory you have, the more giants you become on this side. So when war is going on in the mind and in the soul, it shows or means that there is an innate desire in you to counter, to, to do the right thing. There is an innate desire in you to do the right thing. That was what Paul said when he said it in the book of uh, um, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, I mean, Romans chapter 6. Hallelujah. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry that, that, that we have read that Roman. That we talk, talk, about, talk about it in um, 1 Corinthians chapter 7. He said, he said the, the, the good thing I want to do, I would not. But there is a force inside of me that is preventing me from doing that which I will do. I would like to do. Huh? Oh, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this? There is this nature in you. We thank God. That experience of Paul in that First Corinthians chapter 6. Rather, hallelujah. First Corinthians 6. Amen. Hallelujah. 
Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, to God be the glory. Amen in Jesus' name. So, hallelujah. So, that is what Paul said there. Hallelujah. Huh? Am I quoting the wrong thing? Okay, 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 okay. Praise, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's go to Romans chapter 6. That Paul said it there. Paul declared it there that what he would want to do, the, 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 the power to do it, uh, he did not find. But what that which he did not want to do is what really comes to him. May the Lord in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I think you understand that scripture. Amen. Amen. So, when a believer is experiencing this conflict inside of him or her, what happens is that the spirit is having a check against what he will want to do that is not convenient. That is what we read there, that uh, the spirit warred against the flesh and the flesh against the spirit in the book of uh, um, Galatians chapter 5. He said that we may not do that which we, we will want to do. That is, what you would not want to do, hallelujah. So what you really want to do is right. But the spirit in you, I mean, the, the, the force in you is saying no to that which you desire to do. So we have read it during this, during this message, hallelujah. So you can just listen to the whole message, you get it there. So that is it. When the forces is on, on the inside of you, and you are experiencing that war inside of you, then the, the, the war between doing the right and doing the wrong is a good thing. Because the Holy Spirit himself is doing the work in you to resist and to say no to the works of the flesh that you will, you will have yielded unto, and that you will have been judged by yielding unto that devil, unto that wrong thing. So may you not yield to that wrong thing, wrong side, in the name of Jesus. Say amen. Hallelujah. Say, I will not yield. I will not yield unto the devil, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I will yield unto God. Oh Lord, help me in Jesus' name. Yes. That's Romans chapter 7 is where I want to read before. Amen. I'm sorry, I'm minding my time. That's why there's this little distraction. Yes, yes. let's read from verse 14 to see the example of Paul in taking decision between doing the right and the wrong from verse 14 of Romans chapter 7. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. For that which I do, I allow not. For what I would, that I do, I, I, that do I not. But what I hate, that I do. If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. Now, then it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. Verse 18. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, Dwelleth no good things. For, for to will is pres present with me. To will, to will. Is, pres is present with me. But how to perform that which is good, I find not. That's talking of the life of spiritual in conflict. I mean, a, a life of Christian in conflict. And when you are living in conflict, 
When you are living in conflict, then uh, it shows that the Holy Spirit is working on the inside of you to say no to that which you would have chosen wrongly. And that is a beautiful, beautiful conflict. And, uh, but to yield to that which is wrong is what is bad. And may you not yield to what is wrong in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So when you have that bad desire to do something wrong and you have the Holy Spirit that is checking you, then now you know who to follow. This is what Paul did. Hallelujah. Paul did what? He yielded unto God. Anytime, anyhow, any day. That is why he said, I die daily. I die daily. That is what you should, be, should be your focus as believer. Amen. That is what should be your focus. You should focus on what? Who you yield to. What is going on, the word that is going on in your heart and in your life is not what to focus upon. Huh? So, because the two nature, they are working, and you are the one that is to take decision, to be the referee between the two. And you know, as referee, you, are, you must have the eyes to know when goal is called to, to, to God's side and to know when, when goal is scored to the devil's side. You have to make that choice as the referee. Hallelujah. And you have to, you as a good and glorious and uh, victorious referee, for that matter, you have to, you have to, 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 to add the score, I mean, the, the score, the scores to God's side and the minuses to Satan's side. Hallelujah. The Lord will bless you in Jesus' name to score more, more goals in the things of the Lord. I don't have much time. I'm rushing in order to finish this episode at this time because this episode is about to finish now. Uh, that is our principle. In fact, we didn't want to go more than uh, one hour before, but I think we will continue from that or not to really have total victory and not to yield permanently unto the devil. We have spoke some of it here this day that as believers, when we receive the word of the Lord and we are living in the word, the word of the Lord becomes the fuels, the fuel that we store in our spirit become the engine power, huh? the engine power of the Lord in our life that the Holy Spirit takes and utilizes as weapons against the, world, against the work of the devil and the, and the evil choices. Because nobody has ever received the devil and win the devil using his own effort or power or wisdom or even word as man. But you use the weapon of the word of the Lord that you have received to do what? To, 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 to face and to counter the works of the devil. And the Bible said, that's why the Bible said, resist the devil and he will flee from you. And how to resist him is to resist him by the spirit of the Lord and by the word of the, of the Lord that you have so stored in your heart and in your life. That is the essence of victory for Christians. May you have victory in the name of Jesus. May you have victory in the name of Jesus. So we will start from where we started, where we end here on the case of Paul, the apostle, in the book of Romans chapter 6, where we are reading now. Where he said, I'm rounding up, where he said, uh, there is a law inside of him, two laws inside of him. One is to do the right and the other to do the wrong. 
But he, we want to see how he had the victory. Because he put himself in a place there that we will check next week. He said, now it is no more. Now then I know it is no more. I that do it. Now then it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. Which means that there is a distinction between Paul sinning and Paul without sin. Meaning that Paul knew when it is not he, 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 Paul himself, that is willing to do evil. He knew it because he knew who he was and who he is in Christ and whom Christ is, is in him. He knew what he, what he knew. Oh God. And, and he had everything that he had that he, that he needed to have in order to have victory. So when this trial came unto Paul, he said, it was not I. Because I, for me, for me, I wanted to do that which is good. So if, uh, if there is a conflict between me choosing that which is good, then it is not me anymore. It is the sin that is in me. And if it is the sin that is in me, how do I deal with that sin? Resist the sin. Say no to the sin. Destroy the, web, the, 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 the work of the flesh in, your, in, your, in yourself. You are the one who will be the soldier. Huh? Who will war and fight and face squarely the devil and sin and, and the flesh in your life. May the Lord bless you as you hear the word of God of the, of the Lord today. By the grace of the Lord, we will continue next week in Jesus' name. God bless you. And if you have any question, we don't know how to answer your question because some of you that are with us in the studio now, Yes, we thank God for those of you that join us. We didn't ask your question. We don't, we don't know whether you have, whether you have question or not. Mark of Mark of Christ, I always love your name. You are, you are our regular uh, listener. God bless you, Abena. Yes, you too. Yes, Prime Rose. Yes, I know you too. Kwabena Dennis. Yes, God's word. Yes, you are my friend. God word. God's word is your name. God bless you, Agnes Fossey. Amen. Yes, unity. God bless you. You for those of you, you that entered entered enter to this to the studio with us. May the Lord bless you. If you have any question, you can just visit us and write that question on befruitfulfamily.podbean.com. And when you when you see our you see our WhatsApp number there, our WhatsApp numbers there, you can write to your question to us. You can send messages to us even before the show next week Monday. Uh, at this time, but I mean 4.30 p.m. again, when we come your way. The Lord will bless you for listening to us. I want you to pray a prayer before we land up. Say, Lord Jesus, I need your victory in my life. Jesus, Jesus, I need you in this battle of life. Only you can help me. I can't help myself, Lord Jesus. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Jesus, help me. Jesus, help me. Holy Spirit, I need you. Holy Spirit, I need you. Holy Spirit, I need you. Have mercy upon me. Strengthen me with your might in my spirit, man. Strengthen me with your might in my spirit, man. Lord, help me in the name of Jesus. Strengthen me, O Lord, as believers. Strengthen me as Christians. Strengthen me. I want to have your victory. Victory of Jesus Christ in this flesh of mine. I want to overcome in the name of Jesus. And the essence of, of Christianity, making heaven, is to conquer in the flesh, or sin in the flesh, and making heaven thereby conquering. 
the Lord will bless you. And we, I want you to pray the Lord, bless me, O God, with your spirit by your power and your power to, to overcome the flesh, to overcome sin in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, walk in me, walk upon me. Walk in me, draw me to your word. Draw me to your truth, the truth of your word. Help me to understand your word. Help me to learn and receive and understand your word, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. O Lord, help me. O Lord, help me. O Lord, help me. And I will be heard. O Lord, help me in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. I pray that the Holy Spirit will breathe upon your life, upon your soul, upon your mind, new life, new virtue of the Holy Ghost. I pray it upon your life in the name of Jesus to have permanent and absolute victory over the devil so that choosing to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh will be possible in your life easily in the name of Jesus. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. In the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, help me. In the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, help this fellow. As I'm praying in the name of Jesus. Lord, help us together. In the name of Jesus. To have victories. In the flesh. Against the flesh. Over the flesh. By your spirit power. Lord, help us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus Christ's mighty name we pray. Amen. The Lord bless you for being with us. The Lord will strengthen you to be with us again next week. To, to, you can reach us, as we said, uh, and, uh, on com. God bless you. Bye for now. In Jesus' name. Remain blessed and remain rapturable in Jesus' name. Amen.